Hello and welcome to a new episode of Open Tech Cast. I'm Athar Beg and joining me are fellow Open Tech co-hosts Gareth Edwards, Kev Johnson and Amit Panchal. Um, so as usual, uh, we do our round of live updates, but uh, this being a special episode, we'll just keep it a bit short. Uh, so since our last, last episode, what have you been doing, Gareth? Uh, getting ready, ready for kind of the new world. Um, you know, COVID's on everyone's mind at the moment, so everything's a bit different in the office, at home. Um, attending my first virtual conference, being Nutanix.next this week. Uh, so again, it's it, it's it's different, but I think it's refreshing. Um, is is a way, is in a simple way to keep it short and sweet. Um, how about yourself, Amit? Pretty much, um, well similar to you really um just focused on a lot of work related activities right now um nothing extracurricular that i'm really finding time to do which will which will obviously go on to our theme quite nice for this week's episode <laughs> so so yeah just um just doing stuff in, and then obviously preparing for lots of um Lots of virtual conferences. We've got one internal one ourselves next week. Um, and then obviously we've got uh, some of the more public ones coming up soon, uh, especially in VMworld. So, so yeah, that's that's it from me, short and sweet. Um, Kev? Yeah, awesome. Um, so I've been uh, pretty, pretty busy, as, as is usually the case with work. Uh, we had the uh, we, we were at V Retreat. Uh, I think that was last week. Uh, was a couple of you folks were there, uh, so that was that was a lot of good fun. And you know, it's it's nice to kind of get in front of a smaller audience instead of you know. We, I did a, a thing with Actual Tech Media a few weeks ago, and it was like okay, yeah, there were there were like two and a half thousand people there for the session, um, which makes no difference if you're just doing something online, but. Yeah, it was, it was just nice to be able to see everyone's faces and things, so that, that, that was good. And other than that, you know, working, working in the software industry, you've kind of, we've got that whole, uh, there's a VM world coming soon, and we, we've got a release that's going to be coming out for that, so we're just kind of getting getting all the prep work done for that. But other than that, just kind of, I've had a bit of a, a sit down and uh, talk to myself about the fact that I've I've, I've really done, uh, you know, I, I, I used to be on that kind of certification hamster wheel permanently for such a long time and then a couple of years ago I just stopped uh because I I, I just didn't have the time and I've kind of decided okay right I, I need to stop putting this off I need to get back into that kind of learning mindset so uh yeah I've been kind of trying to block out some time to to learn some new things and figure out what I actually want to learn and I guess that's what we're going to talk about a little today well, as for me, yeah, I mean, it's it's the same old broken record, work and work. But then I also got um, a bit of a break, uh, went for a night, say one night stay at Edinburgh. I love driving anyway, so, so it was good driving up, spending a bit of time in Edinburgh for a night and then come back down because there was something that I had to attend to. Um, and saw a lot of people doing <laughs> social distancing properly, yes. Um, I say with double quotes in the air. Um, but yeah, it was quite interesting to see how people were um, not caring at all, I guess. Um, but, but you know, um, it was a nice break. Um, 
I was off for a few few more days to do DIY, so that was nice. Uh, and then back to work, I guess. So, um, so yeah, that 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 was me. Um, so I've, I've been saying that this is a special episode. I, I think we all have been hinting, um, but um, it's it's basically about um, I, I would say sort of an illness <laughs> that pretty much all of us have been suffering <laughs> from lately. Um, uh, and no, no, I'm not going to mention that word. Um, well, okay, okay, it's 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 the Maggie Magpie syndrome, you know. Uh, you weren't <laughs> expecting very nice to, friend. <laughs> you weren't expecting to send anything else, right? <laughs> you weren't, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, but seriously, I mean, it's it's something that affects, I think, pretty much all of us um, in varying degrees. Uh, but none of us ever come to admit it, don't do mm. we? I suppose yeah. we should we should define it, shouldn't we? Because there's going to be some of our listeners thinking, "What are they talking about?" Yes, well, I mean, some people might think it's ornithology or something like that. You know, people just, we just like looking, really like looking at magpies, and we all support <laughs> Newcastle United. <laughs> yes, yes. So, I mean, magpie syndrome. Um, it's 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 just like behaving like a magpie when you see uh, a new and shiny technology, uh, and like a magpie, you immediately have to have it. You know, have to play with it, uh, and I think all us techies, especially on this podcast and our listeners, but anyone from any walk of life, um, suffers from it in in one way or another. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Um, I mean, yeah. I, 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 sorry, I, mean, I, sorry, yeah, I was just going to say for me, I think it goes kind of hand in hand with imposter syndrome as well. Yeah, yeah. It kind of it you know, you kind of feel like, oh well, everyone's learning this new hot thing. Why aren't I learning this new hot thing? And really everybody's kind of doing the same thing. Everyone's just kind of like looking around and going, I need to learn that, 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 and that. And it's impossible to learn anything well if you're trying to do, you know, all of those things at the same time. So I, I think having some ability to uh, I, I, get, I guess focus and kind of break things down into goals is, is is super important to deal with this. It's definitely, yeah. It's 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 one of those things that, you know. I mean, I, I always thought that I had it covered pretty much, you know. Um, but I'm like all of us techies, like you know, whenever a new piece of technology comes out, um, regardless of whatever my plans are for technology or whatever else I'm doing, um, I, I also want to get in and play with it. You know, that when VMworld is coming and uh, uh, whenever VMworld releases something new, you have to go and get it, play with it immediately, no matter else what else is going on. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the kind of thing that happens to all of us, I guess. To, to be fair, I think VMware are one of the better vendors out there for, for us magpies is uh, Hands-On Labs. Is I, I reckon when they release something, I, I would say rather swiftly, they have a Hands-On Lab for it quite quickly. Um, that can usually satisfy the itch would be the politest way of putting it but as you said sometimes you really want to get into the the depths of it um, and you really want to get the badge for it as well right you, yeah, you, you yeah, need you to get that so you need to have the t-shirt that comes with it and the jacket and the stickers for your laptop and yeah all of that yeah. stuff yeah we still remember um, the jacket that Amit got right Oh, that jacket is amazing. I, I didn't have to study anything for that, remember? Oh, come on. Nobody nobody can know. I mean, what was that dance called? I can't, I can't remember. Flossing, flossing. There we go. Nobody Floss. can floss Even that well remember. naturally. Nobody you, can. You, you put weeks of, of practice into that. Yeah. In the mirror, in the hotel room. <laughs> As if he knew something was going to happen. You know? Yeah. 
<laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, uh, going back to the topic as well, you know, um, so I was thinking about this as well that um, mobile notifications, and I, I see that as also another form of magpie syndrome because, you know, whenever a shiny new notification comes, and you know, I mean, the news, the news. <laughs> the news, of course. I yeah. mean, who knows what surprise is hidden within that tweet, you know, that someone sent. Yep. And then you get the FOMO. Um, you must open it. And uh, Yeah, because it, it, in five minutes, that news will be old. And by that time, your friends have told you about the news and you feel like you're five minutes too late. I mean, something happened today. I mean, surely when you open that kind of a thread and someone has tweeted saying that, um, what was your first computer? Mine was this. And oh, then, yeah. of course, you have to read the entire thread. 103 oh, replies. Exactly. That, you know, whatever <laughs> the V community's first computer was. And you have to post yours too, of course. Uh, mm. And before you know it, uh, you've lost in the thread and, you know, you've lost whatever you were doing before. And just going back to it, it's, it's, it's quite, quite a difficult thing to do. Mm. I've got a book recommendation, actually. Um, probably not not tied exactly with this subject, but it's still a good one. So um, Deep Work uh, by Cal Newport. It's a really good book. And, and I guess it just shows that you shouldn't try and focus on multiple things. You should really do something and do something really well. And I didn't really know about that. And I'm pretty much like you. Like every the same theme, right, is juggling multiple balls. And, and trying to make sure that you satisfy every single one and you can't do it. And so you have to drop some of those balls and, and focus on just one. Right. And, and that book really sums it up for me. And it's, it's tied back to this wanting to know everything and the thirst for knowledge. And, you know, you don't want to be left out. And I've kind of like now adopted some of that. And just I, I know I'm, there's certain things like even today. I think one of the guys said in his home lab, he wants these 15 different products stood up. But at the end of the day, you know, does it matter to you? Does it matter to your job? And does it matter to where you're going? I think you need to question, you know, is it a nice to have or is it a need to have? And then I think you become more grounded. Mm. Yeah, of course. I mean, prioritization is definitely important because what you don't want at the end of the day not finishing your work. Um, and also, you know, I mean, that that will then obviously tax on your mind as well. Um, and that, I, I, I think there is a serious aspect of this then, uh, because, you know, when these notifications comes, and we were talking about that, and then it, it takes a lot of effort and discipline to go back to what you were doing before that. And before you know it, you, you might not finish your work. Um, yep. And what happens then is that, your mental health will suffer if you've not finished that taxing on your mind. You never go switch off because you'll be constantly thinking about work while you shouldn't be, um, especially if you lose sleep over it. Um, so, so yeah, I think there is a serious aspect of this that you know prioritization um, and and just just a bit of discipline, I guess, in that sense. I think you guys might disagree with me a bit on here again happy you know it's, it's again this whole point of our podcast is we like the different views is uh for me i i i can i can't pinpoint it but i think there's been a seismic shift in our industry you said this is where the magpie syndrome comes from where you, you're meant to be a jack of all trades and 
know a bit about everything and know all the acronyms. Um, and for once, as you said, I, I've stopped myself in a meeting recently saying, no, I, actually, I don't know the answer to that, but I need to go away and research it. You know, before I can qualify this, I actually need to go away and spend some time on this. I can't give you a solution right now. I can't give you the proper solution. Um, prime example is is looking at file servers at the moment in a COVID world. You know, what is best? OneDrive for Business, SharePoint, Azure Files. Um, I can't remember now, even right off the top of my head, is what the one in AWS is. There's, there's work, is it work files? And then you can also do a standard Windows file share backed off by S3 storage. So, you know. <laughs> More choices. <laughs> again, yeah. it's exactly that. That is a magpie syndrome right there. Is, Whoa, there's so much coming at me. And um, what one do I do? And, you know, your instant decision, even, even my conversation was there. Right, let's move it to SharePoint. So we've got OneDrive and all this shiny stuff. And then you start hitting file limits and there's things like that, you know, stuff that the shiny instantly grabs you and think, right, that's the right thing. But And I think we're too scared now as engineers and solution specialists and architects to go, right, hang on, we need to slow down a second. You know, we need to go look at this more. We need to architect it more. Or, or how do you guys feel about that? Do you, yeah. do you, do you feel that in your job? Yes, but, but what, what question I wanted to ask at this point was that, you know, would that not be part of your job? I, is there a difference between doing this just because you will improve the service that you're providing to your customers? Or is it genuinely magpie syndrome? Is that a blurred line over there? I don't know. I, again, I'm a customer compared to you guys. So again, that's where the line blurs even more. Is, you know, we have you know, partners coming to us with ideas. And it's, you know, there is that bit where you, you know, there is a, an impression that you know what is best out in the industry. Um, you know, you know what you've done in the past, you know what's worked well, but again, do you to, think, to me, yeah, I think a lot has changed. Covid has changed the world, despite everyone repeating it. I think it has. You know, what you would have done even a year ago about just expanding a file server, would you really consider doing that today? Mm. But how does it make you feel? Um, just to put it out there, just just for you, you guys, um, as well, like when you have a question or someone makes a remark about anything it could be technology because this is a technology podcast but and you don't know does that make you feel like instantly you've got to go and google it look it up or do you feel that actually do you know what i don't mind if i don't know i personally i actually that's how i learn but Mm. There, there is a, a check, immediate check that comes to my mind is that is this something that I would like to know a lot more about or just a quick search and that'll do. Um, so it's basically just doing an evaluation before I actually go and looking for it. Um, if it's taking too long and it's distracting too much, then then I would probably drop it. You know, and I think point on that, I'd explain, I think there's a third element to that as well is, um, you know, you've got the V community and again, you've got a, a great... Uh, amount of co-hosts on here and we we're all quite close so you know sometimes I go well actually I might know not know this but I know someone who might so again it's 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 knowing that you can lean out onto that community or people nearby you that might want to know the answer yeah I think Um, I think you've nailed it there because I think it's really important that you identify that you're never going to know everything about everything and mm. I've kind of already realized this so I kind of just play on my strengths and know where to kind of use other people's strengths. So I think that's really key because I guess 10 years ago, you know, 
and when you're first starting out you have that hunger you want to know everything um but i guess as you mature you kind of know that y- your your boundaries and you know that actually you know you might not know everything about this big data solution so that's going to be someone else's bag and so i'll just learn the, the fringes of it and know what the terms are and maybe i'll pass to a specialist or yeah. just to help you develop maybe yeah there there is a certain element of um also judging that so for example if it's uh, some technology that you may not have direct need for immediately then maybe you will deprioritize it a little bit as well because by the time you get to learn it or use it actually um it might have moved on and your information that you spent time on learning might actually move on by then as well. Uh, sorry, sorry, get stale. Um, so what I'm I'm thinking is that, you know, sometimes I do only start learning in deep about the technology when I'm actually engaging with it um, mm, and yeah. focus on the other ones that I'm currently engaging with more. Yeah, but it's a dynamic, it's a dynamic list in that it will never be the same, right? So yeah. You couldn't even say in January, I want to know all of this by December because it's going to always change because this is the power of technology and this is this is the way we are. I'd say f- 10 years, 15 years, 20 years ago, technology never moved that fast. So do you know what? You only had to learn maybe those two or three things, but now it, it moves rapidly, right? And this is causing this syndrome. I think it's just increasing exponentially because of yeah and and i think the internet has a big part to play in that as well i mean so if i don't know if any of you read um the malcolm malcolm gladwell book outliers but he he makes the claim in that book that in order to be an expert in something you need to practice it for ten thousand hours now there are people out there who will disagree with uh the 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 idea behind it but you know i think i think one of the problems we see is that because we've all got access to this vast hive brain that is the internet um everyone has this idea that they need to be experts on everything and it's absolutely not possible and you know all of all of those people that you think are experts in any given subject chances are they're they're kind of you know that that below below the water their legs their legs are going crazy just to stay still um and you know if you if you're trying to do that and you're trying to do something else and something else as well you, you you split the focus and it's it's just it's just impossible to 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 know all of this stuff so yeah getting comfortable with the idea that actually you don't know everything and you're absolutely fine with the fact that you don't know everything uh, is i think that's a really important way of dealing with this mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely. the phrase actually so kev to your point the phrase being comfortable getting comfortable with being uncomfortable there, there is a famous author that has actually said that phrase as well. And it's, it's, I've always remembered it because I was like, do you know what? Like most people aren't happy to be uncomfortable, but I guess you do wake up with that realization that, you know, in, in the, in the pace of the way technology moves, you have to be, you have to be comfortable with that because otherwise you're just going to be constantly chasing after the next shiny thing, as you've talked about. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's Eric Thomas, isn't it? I'm, I'm sure I've seen it on posters somewhere. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be. So, so I think, I mean, spending all this time, um, you know, in the industry, all of us, I think, develop a sense of how much time 
and effort should be put into a distraction, if you like, um, mm. and um, how much attention a certain topic is worth. Um, but I think we are all. It's. It's. I think I don't. I don't mind magpie syndrome, by the way, because, like I said, I mean, this is how I learn. Because if 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 I can make that quick judgment as to how much time I need to invest in it, and I stick to that, then that I think is a very very efficient way of learning about new technology as they come out, um, mm-hmm. and and get a certain level of understanding, um, and then you know just keep a watching brief if you like, and and devote more time to it when required. Because without that, I don't think that uh, we'll be missing out on a lot of technology that, and be too late to the to the party, I guess. Yeah, and you know, I think the one thing that's made me realize this really this week is I, I've got um, a few guys I'm mentoring at work and in other ways as well, um, and I've just sat down with them and just said, "Can you can you, you know, write me up a list of what you want to learn?" You said that's where I saw the magpie effect in its absolute extreme is. One said, I don't know. This is my list. Where should I focus? And I think for people getting in the industry now, you know, for, for me, when I got in, there was some very, you know, for me, foundations. You understood networking, the operating system, the clients, you know, then becoming virtualization. And, and you now have, you know, clouds and Kubernetes and all those kind of things. And I actually somewhat feel for people now trying to get into the industry because I, I feel that kind of a, a few steps behind what we were they've got a lot to learn they need to know these foundational skills before they can even get to know where even where they want to go you know is security my thing is virtualization my thing is cloud my thing um you know do you, do you guys think you feel comfortable if you went back and had to try it again in in someone's shoes now no it, it uh, on one level it'll be easier i guess because um there are more people to guide you. Uh, and mm. so for, when I started, I, th- I think I'm being ancient as well. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, there weren't many people um, to, to you know, talk to and you know, get guidance from um, mm. and, and say the community like we community. But on the other, you'll be you know, scared to death thinking, where do I start with all this technology around? Yeah. yeah. So, that, that, yeah. That's what I've kind of tried to express in yeah. these, uh, you know, especially some of my mentees that make these foundational pillars. Let's go through basic things like networking. Do you understand an operating system? You know, and, and try and build up a picture from there. And, and again, seeing what they get most excited about. You know, yeah. one of the guys I'm doing now, you know, virtualization really, you know, he's excited about it, but security is, is his thing. Um, and, you know, it, do you feel that you still want, you know, if you were to employ someone now, would you want some... I'm using the term foundations loosely. Would you expect those skills to be there or, or be more limited in what, you know, for me, networking is all about layer three, firewalls, routing, the whole lot, or would you just ex- expect them to understand what a network is and how certain subnets hang together? I, I think that there's a basic under- level, level of understanding is still necessary because that's how still the things talk to each other. Um, so if, if someone entering the IT world, for example, I think should have at least some sort of basic knowledge, even if it's not in depth. Yeah, but I think yeah. I think I think you'd have to be careful with that because I would start with what is the role and what am I meant to know to do my job well? Okay, and then I would peel it back from there. So, just to Gareth's point, I guess 
that person maybe in that job role to to know a lot a lot of things about all sorts of areas of the data center right but mm. if you're a data scientist i wouldn't expect that data scientist to know a lot about those kind of fundamentals because their background and their superiority in maths for example in coding they just might not need to know that to do their job mm. right so yeah. I guess it depends on what that role is. I mean, that that's definitely true. I mean, I was taking uh, the question as a purely IT type role. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. It depends on the role. Um, because uh, to me, data scientist is, is more a specialist thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but but yeah, I mean, if we if we take a, that angle on it, then yeah, obviously, for every role, you, you need to have some school, skills relevant to that, not necessarily mm. IT. Yeah, I use it a bit generically, but it was one of those things, you know, you know, there's, there's a few people I'm talking to and helping. And one of them just showed me the job, his dream job spec. And the, the term that jumped out at me on there the most was cloud engineer, but expected a lot of, you know, traditional skills like vSphere and Hyper-V. And you know, I was saying, well, you know, you've got to find where your divide is. You know, he's, you know, let's be fair. Everything is going to be hybrid cloud. But where do you want to focus on more, or where do you want to, you know, be able to fall back on? If you if you're more comfortable doing cloud, focus on cloud. If you're more comfortable with your, your you know, your vSphere and Hyper Vs, let's focus on that. But it it's interesting to even see how how the even job specs these days are starting to blur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't get me started seen, on job specs. <laughs> I know. You know, I, I saw one for a you know a server engineer that. We needed to know K8s, and I said to the person, I "said they're asking for like kind of you know that golden goose engineer that probably doesn't even exist yet." You know, did, did they want fifteen to... years experience with Kubernetes by any chance? Yeah, yeah, something similar like that, that. You know, they wanted someone that had, ten, you know, it was a, a kind of a juniorish role with someone who had like five years worth of vSphere experience in this, and then they knew Kubernetes and the new cloud. I went again. They're asking for a lot. <laughs> um, I think so, the old adage of you know just being at least uh, you know master. If if I say master, they'll probably people will take it differently. But what I mean is that you know have a good level of um, competency on on particular discipline, and mm-hmm. then you know yeah. that makes it easier because there are lots of overlaps, uh, especially when it comes to cloud. You know, yeah. and, and then you know you slowly move on to the other disciplines as well. Well, that's yeah. the term I use a lot is, you know, jack of all trades and master a few. And I'm quite happy to be like that, you know, but I've got some mastery in some skills, but I find that the jack of all trade gives me, as you said, especially with magpie syndrome, enough to jump between topics quickly and easily. Yeah, and exactly. I think as I think as a career move as well, um, I, I, I realised earlier today that I've now been in the industry for uh, 21 years, which I, I, every time every time someone's asked me, oh, how long have you been in the industry? I think like, oh, well, you know, maybe 10 or 11 years. And <laughs> you, you kind of look at it that way. And then you kind of think back, it's like, oh, wow, yeah, I've seen a lot of change over time in the industry. And you know, I've seen I've seen the rise of the specialist where and and what tends to happen there is you get people who become very, very specialist. They go very, very far down their specific rabbit holes um, and you end up with silos. And those 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 specialists are brilliant at doing their one specific thing. But then when it comes to tying everything together, you know, if you've if you if you've ever been on um, you know like a, a support call with multiple vendors um, and, and you're trying to figure out why something is broken, 
if all you've got are specialists on that call, all, all that ever happens is the pointing of fingers. You need a generalist to really kind of, who, who understands a little bit about everything to pull these things together. And I think mm. that's that's kind of, you know, you, you don't need to be, you don't need to, you know, be, be an expert on BGP in order to troubleshoot a network problem. You know, it, it's, I, I mean, I, I have a vague understanding of the stuff and I, it's not, it's not done me too much harm, but. Yeah. You know, you just need to understand how layer two works, how layer three works, um, you know, some basic troubleshooting, know what a firewall does, know what the difference between a firewall and a router is, for example. And, you know, th- and then maybe you need to know a little bit about the house storage and how the, the compute side of things works. And then, you know, you, you layer things on top of that and, you know, things like your application layers, and then you've got your data scientist that sits on top of that. So it might be a problem that, only the data scientist is seeing, but then you have to kind of drill through all of those different layers and figure out, you know, where where is that issue? And as if if you go go down the route of becoming a specialist in only one top topic, I think it's a potentially very very career limiting move. Yeah, exactly. And um, and people, I think, have found that as well. Um, or in the in earlier years, I think the technology or spread of information was so limited that. People used to, you know, spend their entire lives doing a particular technology, um, and some of them who then branched out actually were quite flexible and could keep up with the demands of the modern IT infrastructure, I guess, and just just went into different disciplines and were quite happy after that. Um, and we've we've seen examples where some didn't. So, um, yeah, you have to know. A bit about everything and like i said magpie syndrome actually helps greatly with that yeah so what are we kind of saying embrace the magpie syndrome yeah. embrace the change <laughs> no no i did <laughs> <laughs> so i guess um like i was saying earlier you know i mean uh, when i i think about magpie syndrome and i have my ways of uh, i don't know controlling my distraction uh, by you know giving or doing an assessment uh, as to how to control my distraction at the point and limit the time that I lose on it. How do you guys, um, you know, control your magpie syndrome when it starts getting out of hand? Oh, good question. Um, as you said, I think part of it is discipline. Um, and sometimes it's that hard realization, sometimes just knowing when to quit. Um, I've been doing a lot of stuff trying to understand Docker so I can understand K8s and tanzu and things like that um you know but as you said sometimes just knowing the basics i want to make this stand up even if it's something simple like a hello world web server i know that's as cheesy as anything i feel i've achieved a lot but if i then want to start putting low balances on that or maybe i need to know that i need to go take a course or i need to go get some mentorship with someone who knows more about this i think my key thing is just knowing when to stop or know when your limits are you know, as you said, setting a time box of maybe an hour or two. And if you haven't achieved it by then, go seek help and don't be afraid to seek help. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll jump in there then. So what, how I how I handle it is um, I, I've, I've done a, a pretty terrible job of it for the last couple of years. I've just ignored it and I've just keep, keep seeing all of these cool new technologies. and They just keep getting written on a whiteboard and then... I never get around to doing anything with any of them. Or I say, okay, well, I'm going to do these six things. I'll spend an hour on each. And basically what happens then is I've just wasted six hours. 
So what I actually did this week was I've kind of blocked out specific time slots um, every evening and then a a few hours at the weekend. And, you know, I'm going to I'm going to actually specifically concentrate on one technology until I'm happy that I've done that. And then I'll move on to the next one. Um, But, yeah, I have to be very, very kind of hyper focused. That's how I deal with it. Yeah. Uh, And uh, how about you, Emmett? Lists. Lists, lists of, of lists, using apps and, and lists, because that's the only way that, and, and, you know, we've talked about technology a lot, but it applies to anything like books, movies, TV, like anything you want to do that you just never get around to doing. So I just manage it in a list and just slowly cross off stuff and delete stuff off a list. That's the simple, simple way of doing it. That's very much how my other half works with anything. It's like she she'll make a list every single day, and she gets she takes great pleasure in checking stuff off there. Um, yes, exactly, and um, I think everyone has their own ways of dealing with it. I guess, um, but whatever your way is, keep at it because magpie syndrome, like I said, embrace it. Uh, it's it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It keeps you learning. Um, so. Before we go to a closure, um, Gareth, I think you have uh, a few things um, that you wanted to remind people about. Yeah, um, of course, we've got Beyond World coming up soon. Um, you know, we really enjoy doing the show. And the one thing I, I really think that I would uh, love to do is um, do a open tech chat, hopefully uh, every, every morning, evening until we see the full schedule. I'll get a Google format there soon. Um, but we'd like people to join us. You know, Magpie Syndrome is a great thing for VMworld. There's going to be a lot of new technology, a lot of new things. Um, and we just want to try and keep it short, keep a nice brief out there each day, uh, just to kind of keep people on the pulse, really. Um, and hopefully people are going to be willing to join us. Yeah, look forward to that because that'll be fun, I guess. Uh, well, um I hope uh, this was a useful topic for our listeners. And I'm sure that uh, being techies, Uh, Pretty much everyone will be identifying with some of it, at least. Um, So with that, uh, we wrap up this episode. Um, Please remember to give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, Get in touch with us uh, on email at podcast at opentechcast.com. If you have something to share with us, we would love to have you on the show. And uh, don't forget to follow the show on the Twitters at at opentechcast. So until next time, uh, keep it Maggie. Initiating extraction. Thanks for listening to the Open Tech Cast. Thanks for listening to the Open Tech Cast. See you next time.